Lurley Siemens. I've been really vocal lately about my thoughts on the closed churches and specifically the pastors who have closed down the churches and more than that, basically just given over control of the church to the government. The government decides when the church is open, when it's closed, how many people can attend, and even who can attend. I mean, if you're not wearing a mask or heaven forbid you have a cough, you are definitely not coming in. I'm going to do another video about why all of that is ridiculous. But before I can do that, we have to address this whole don't judge thing. I mean, every time I do a podcast or a social media post about an issue related to the church, I end up getting both public and personal messages about why I'm the one in the wrong because I'm judging. Besides the obvious hypocrisy of you're judging me with those messages, the problem I see in the Western church that we haven't done enough correct judging. Now we judge personal preference things all the time, but we ignore the things God has actually called us to judge. First, let's look at the Bible verse that everyone uses. Do not judge or you will be judged. For in the same way you judge others, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye when all the time there's a plank in your own eye? You hypocrite. First, take out the plank out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. Jesus said that in Matthew chapter 7, verses 1 to 5. So, was Jesus saying, never ever under any circumstance judge? I don't think so. In this passage, Jesus was talking to the religious leaders who had created a bunch of ridiculous laws that were their laws, not God's laws. Then they were judging people for not following their stupid made-up laws while they were not following the laws that God had given. Now, that definitely happens in our churches, and that definitely needs to stop. Now, the other thing we need to see in this passage is that Jesus is actually not saying not to judge. He says you need to take care of the sin in your life first, and then you can talk to the other person. And he even gives the reasoning for that, because he says that when you do that, you'll be in a better place spiritually to actually help the other person. Now, there are actually a few other passages of scripture that talk about judging, and we're going to look at those. This last Sunday in Bible study that me and my family attend, we were looking at the purpose of the Bible, and we read this verse. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. All scripture is given by inspiration of God, and it is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. Now in this verse, we see why God gave us the Bible. He gave us the Bible for doctrine, reproof, correction, and instruction in righteousness. Now, reproof and correction both involve judging. And it's literally one of the reasons that God gave us the Bible. Which means that when you are judging, you better make sure that you are saying what is biblically and doctrinally correct. And that it's, you're not judging based on a rule that you or somebody else just made up something that's not actually in the Bible. All right, there's some other verses that I want to look at. Here's another one. The person with the spirit makes judgment about all things, but such a person is not subject to merely human judgments. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 15. So in this passage, we see that a person who's filled with the Holy Spirit will be able to judge others. Being filled with the Holy Spirit means that you will have discernment. 
Now this is vital in the church. If we have no discernment, we will fall for false teachings. Now we have to hold our pastors to a high standard, the highest standard, the biblical standard. And the reason that so many false teachings have become mainstream in our church is that we have not practiced this muscle of discernment. So often I see people post little snippets from famous pastors on social media, and while the pastor sounds really great, often what he's saying is not biblical. And we as a church culture have not taught our congregations how to be discerning and how to be able to spot false doctrines. In Acts chapter 17, verse 11, we read, Now the Berean Jews were of more noble character than those in Thessalonia, for they received the message with great eagerness and examined the scriptures every day to see if what Paul said was true. We can see here that God not only approved of the Bereans not believing everything they heard and actually thinking for themselves, but God said they were of more noble character than the ones who went along with everything they were told. We're actually commanded in the Bible to judge. Listen to this verse. Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God, for many false prophets have gone out into the world. 1 John chapter 4, verse 1. Now this is how we know who is a false teacher and who is a righteous preacher. We have to test what they say. And you can't test someone without passing a judgment. Perhaps the reason our churches are such a desperate state right now is the fact that we've been really judgmental about things like parenting styles, clothing styles, musical styles. We even judge people based on their occupation. We even judge people for being introverts, and we think extroverts are far more spiritual than introverts. Sometimes we even try to force the introvert to act like an extrovert, because then they'll be more spiritual. It's kind of ridiculous, and maybe a thought for another video. But during all of that, we refuse to judge sin or false teachings, the two things that we're actually supposed to be judging. Have you noticed that we don't even call sin, sin anymore? We call it messy or complicated. Now let's talk just for a second about this current situation and why I'm judging it. Imagine if someone was just slapping you across the face over and over and you told them, hey, stop that. And they said, hey, why are you judging me? I'm judging you because what you are doing is negatively affecting me. And that is one of the reasons that I'm judging the church. It's because what the pastors have done by closing down the church has negatively impacted me. You see, I'm commanded by God to not forsake the assembling of ourselves together. And there was no side note to that commandment. When the pastors close the door, they are stopping me from doing what God commanded me to do. And as a Christian parent, I'm supposed to be bringing my children to church. The pastors, with closing the doors, have stopped me from being able to bring my children to church. It would be one thing if this was just for three weeks like we were told originally, but now it's been a year and now there's no timeline of it ending ever. So the churches are just closed or extremely limited indefinitely. And that means as a Christian, I no longer have the option to attend church. It means as a Christian parent, I no longer have the option to bring my children to church. I went to church for the first time when I was one month old and in the 43 years after that, I've only missed church if I was sick. That was until one year ago, when the church closed its doors and made it impossible for me to attend. Now, I have found a way to follow God's laws. As I mentioned earlier, 
with Bible studies. I have found fellow Christians who also believe in not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together. That's perhaps a topic for another video. But in this video, in this episode, we want to talk about judging. And in the end, what I need to say is this. We don't need to stop judging. We need to judge. We need to judge in righteousness.